0: Okay, so we've been doing a lot of traveling, you and I. Yeah, together, uh, which is great because we're doing more in person. Like we take that big sigh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like me?
0: It's been it's been fabulous.
1: It's actually one of my favorite. I have a, I have a lot of favorite things about traveling with you. You're a fun person to travel. You with. You are too. And it's like we we have this ability to be super honest with each other. So like, when you're sick of me, you can say it. Uh, and yeah. like, <laughs>
0: if we get quiet, we get quiet. Yeah. Or you say, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I love that too. So in our traveling with each other, you know, sometimes we just have funny things that happen in travel, but I didn't, and usually we share, share our like stupid stories, but I yeah. forgot to tell you this one. So, and I have no idea if you might even think okay. it's funny, but it was funny to me. It <laughs> happened in my room.
1: Okay. So I'm getting
0: ready. So first of all, let's just back up a little bit. It's related to this. You know, how sometimes you've heard this joke and I've done it before. So I'm curious if you have, where you've been like hold, no holding the phone Holding the phone. And while talking to someone, say, hold on a minute, I'm trying to find my phone. Has that ever happened to you? Sure. Okay. It's so stupid, right? (laughs) You're like, what the heck just happened to my brain?
1: I do it more with hats. Like if I have a hat on and then I'm looking for the hat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mine is like in the realm of that. The other one leading up to it is I have actually, as I've gotten older, I'm really quite blind now. I have actually had a pair of glasses on and tried to put a pair of readers over it. Like I've clunked my glasses and been like, dude, you already have
1: them on. You can see what I mean. Oh my God.
0: So that one has embarrassed me uh-huh. alone in a, you know, in his face. This one cracked me up. I was getting ready for whatever we were about to do, probably teach amazing stuff,
1: probably change some lives. <laughs> right. But anyway.
0: I was getting ready. And so, you know, I was about to lean into the mirror and put lotion underneath my eyes, which is a very, you know, thing that we do so we don't look old in the eyes as we age. (laughs) So I lean in and dab my finger in the lotion on my hand and I go and put it on my glasses.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. Yes.
0: What? I don't even know what to to think about myself in that area. And that was incredibly What did you do
1: right after that?
0: Burst into laughter and embarrassment of my own self. (laughs) No, see, I love that
1: because sometimes I do laugh out loud when I'm by myself. And then I think, wait, that was weird. Are you supposed to laugh when you're by yourself?
0: (laughs) Yes. I humor myself most often. Yeah. You know, I mean, I literally took the glasses off and I looked at them and there was like what happened to my brain there, Steve? you're... Oh, man.
1: That is hilarious. That was really vulnerable, but, wasn't it? <laughs> well, here's my new theory on life. I think people you have like new, you, you have everyone theory. has these stories. You just, you'll actually Share them. Share them. Which I think is great, because it's like, you'll be at a party or dinner or something, and... You share that, and then other people open up with oh, their good right. stories. They weren't going to say them unless right. you did. So, like, I think yeah, it's good. Maybe,
0: maybe someone else listening has put lotion on their glasses. Yeah, please. I would really love to know. Actually,
1: um, <laughs> D- DM us about <laughs> please. it. Please. We want.
0: Oh God. Okay. So I just was dying to tell you that story, but yeah. I guess I wasn't dying in the moment. I think I hit it I hit it in my brain for a while. but No, that's
1: a good one. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. So
0: I'd like to transition a bit to tell you about this amazing member that I'm coaching right now for a quick shout out, Ashley, who is a new business owner. So you can relate to a lot of these feelings. Yeah. And it was so interesting coaching her around writing down a process of something that she does every single day. So that what sounds. So does, what I mean by that uh-huh. is, if you are, uh, if you have these six steps that you do every day before you do the actual thing uh-huh. that your business is selling, right? Yeah. Um. She was doing them every single day, but had never written them uh, out, so, and was working too hard in her brain every and probably single. Probably missing stuff sometimes, sometimes missing or, it or afraid they were going to miss it. Yep. But it was the same six things every time. So working with a coach made her realize, oh my gosh. Write them down (laughs) in like create a process of these six key things that you must do before this begins, because it eliminates this like anxiety and fear over I might forget or I might lose track or something like that. It was such a great, simple takeaway.
1: I think for me, starting Greenhouse was like, I'm not a natural, um, detailed, organized person. And so I got really good at systems because it was like survival. (laughs) But now I... I love that stuff. And mm-hmm. I love seeing people put them in into place because it's like a, ch- a simple checklist can a simple be a checklist. game changer for a business. Yeah.
0: You know, I became a nerd in that area because of you. I think it was you somewhere in me, yeah. but you kind of like sucked it out of my soul now that I get super <laughs> excited when people do it too. Like yeah. I am a nerd in that area now where I'm like, look at that girl step into that
1: process. Well, that's Okay, so let me just say like, <laughs> I hate the word like step into your potential. It feels so... I don't know. Uh, Right. But I don't know a replacement for it. So mm -hmm. I still use it. And we use it at greenhouse because I don't know how else to call these types of things where like she was she had the capability of nailing that process, those steps every time and making her business grow and be awesome. Yes. The only thing standing between that and where she currently was stuck was a checklist
0: was a checklist. I mean,
1: literally like I, and I have clients do this in Trello, create a checklist template that you can copy paste for every one of these things. Yeah. Or or copy paste it every week to start over on that process. Mm-hmm. That's all that was standing in the way of her, like having all the success and all this cool stuff from the business working. Uh-huh. Like that's what I see when I hear that phrase, yeah, like so stepping into your potential. Well, it was right there. We just need to call
0: it stepping into your process. Mm. Ooh. <laughs>
1: But yeah, it's like the idea <laughs> it's that it's like, so it was right there. It was. It, it's not far off. No. It was just a matter of her, that one conversation yep. with you and then making yep. a checklist.
0: It was best. Great. That's it was cool. an awesome coaching moment. All right. Well, let's answer one of our questions today. This one is the question around, it's it's interesting. How do I convey my personality in a remote interview? So by the way, I get this question sometimes without the word remote
1: well, I was just thinking it could also be remote meeting, like virtual meeting.
0: Right. <laughs> it's like right. Because
1: Zoom. Being on mm-hmm. Zoom and being human.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Is that what they're getting at?
0: Yeah. I, I yeah. How do we how do we do that? And I think that the word interview was specifically asked from you know, from our listeners because it's such a it's such an important moment.
1: That's true. This is like a yeah. specific question for Job search, yeah, in that
0: sense. But but you can translate it very well into like how you just show up. Like just because we're on a screen doesn't mean that our personalities should disappear. And but we do see it sometimes, don't we?
1: Yeah, I struggled with that a lot early in COVID Mm -hmm. because I'm not like you're very expressive with your face. Mm -hmm. So I think some things just off the bat worked better for you on Zoom, where someone like me who's I'm thinking a lot, I'm actually feeling a lot usually, but I don't. Show it on my face naturally. Uh And then I started seeing, I was like, oh "Oh, man, you look mad. I gotta work on
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Well, I thought I would start out with asking you and I to discuss just a little bit about what's the same and what's different. Mm -hmm. So let's just think about what's the same about reflecting and showing our personalities remote versus in person yeah what's the same what's different
1: well just one of the obvious like one thing that's the same is the audio portion so assuming your internet connection is stable it's like it's still your voice and it still pretty much sounds the same as it would have in person right so i think that's like an obvious stayed the same yeah but one thing that's different is you're not picking up on all the cues when you don't have someone's full body language. Mm-hmm. You're not in the same space. Mm-hmm. There's even st- and there's, I mean, this is not woo woo. This is like hard science on this. Like frequencies. Yeah. Like, you know, lights give off frequencies, so do our bodies. And so I think that's what you and I, I have sensed I've, when we're absolutely. we stopped facilitating groups in person during COVID. And it was like oh, very evident to us yeah. that you lost so much of the magic mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm that does have to do with, like, you feel other people's presence. So Mm -hmm. I I think that is lost Mm -hmm. in the the remote interview. Yeah, and
0: the frequencies is a hard one to get back.
1: So let's talk about (laughs) the frequencies. Because it sounds so fake, but it's a (laughs) real thing. You know,
0: I didn't get that job because our frequencies didn't get
1: up like that. (laughs) It's like such a write-off well i mean you know they really wanted me but the frequencies were a little
0: little off and you know they couldn't get my frequencies it was remote you know it was a remote
1: frequency (laughs) in fact they had a bunch of remotes in the basket and didn't know which one to use i was like i don't know i wish (laughs) there was a universal remote right they grabbed netflix i grabbed sony it was a mismatch it was
0: a total mismatch right oh god
1: (laughs) anyway (laughs)
0: Um, What's the same? What's different? Uh, Let's see what else.
1: One of our coaches, Rebecca, (laughs) she's newer to the team. So for anyone listening, she's really awesome. She's a Canadian. Yep. And the Canadians are bringing the love and niceness to the team. So she's very kind of like, um, she's a little more, uh, what would you say? Like kind of linear and very put together. Mm -hmm. She's uh, very formal is the word I'm looking for. Clear and
0: succinct about what it is that she's saying. That's a good way of saying
1: it. You and I, <laughs> we had a meeting the other day and afterwards she was like, I was just laughing all day. I was just loving the like the Sunday Steve thing going on. And I was like, oh,
0: God, what? we were
1: just talking. <laughs> She's like, you was, I was just cracking up all day. I don't know. Because we go on these little tangents.
0: We do. And then we have to pull ourselves back in.
1: As Anyway.
0: As, as I'm anyway. trying to do. Right, here. right. Okay, so I'm pulling us back in. Okay. What's the same? What's different? What's the same as we we both have eyeballs looking at someone or something?
1: Okay, true. <laughs> Our true. voices
0: need to be heard, mm-hmm. right? Um, what's the same? What's different? I'm still I'm still somewhat reading your cues and you're reading mine, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same. Mm-hmm. What's just different, you're right, it's just that we're not in the same physical space and we can't shake hands, we can't take a walk together, we can't do that small talk sometimes mm-hmm. that happens on the way to the door. Yep. It's like, boom, you're on. I feel like that's, some of, that's one of the hardest parts. Yeah,
1: and I think psychologically, I mean, I don't know, I haven't seen, I haven't like read any studies yet, but I think you, there's an element of feeling like you're performing when mm-hmm. you see yourself on a screen, especially you mm-hmm. and I are used to like seeing ourselves on video and stuff mm-hmm. and it's still hard. Some people, that's a brand new thing. So you see your face. That's why we say sometimes turn your tile off. Yeah. (laughs) Because then you feel like you're performing, which puts you in a different mental state. It
0: does. And thank you for mentioning that one. And if we've mentioned on other episodes, this one freaks people out. They're like, no way. I cannot do it. I'm like, what are you afraid of that? You're going to like move drastically to the left or to the right and no longer be in the view?
1: Oh, sometimes if I feel like a meeting's too stiff, I purposely drop my pen on the floor. So I have to like go off camera to grab it just to like break up the tension, you know? Yeah. There's a yes. thing. There's a thing there.
0: I was just going to tell you that the release of energy instantly, once I center myself, I center myself and I think I'm in the square. Uh, my background looks okay. And then I turn myself view off. I can actually feel like a 15% energy increase in myself because I am not distracted by myself. Yeah. I always say, come on, in a meeting, you're not looking at yourself. I'm not looking at myself right now talking to you. Yeah. So I'm not distracted by myself. I'm just looking at you.
1: Well, and that's, uh, I think you're going to talk more about this, but I think that's one of the things that's different too, is it is hard to like, it, it feels like you're not looking at each other because if you're watching the other person, your eyes are not on the camera Yeah. and vice versa. And so that that part is tricky too. Oh, it
0: is. That one's a really tough one. So I really felt like I was going to just try to, again, we've been talking about remote stuff forever I feel like people have generally gotten pretty good at this, don't you? You agree? They've like generally, but
1: I don't know. I feel we like still people f- are still asking a lot of questions, <laughs> and like, how does this stuff work? Hybrid culture and remote meetings, and so anyway. Yeah,
0: that part we're still asking a lot of questions. About. I think
1: you're so familiar with this topic, but a lot of people are going to love just what a, you're about to share. So, well, I broke it down it.
0: into three things: okay. just body language, your environment. and and authenticity. Mm -hmm. So that's what I broke it down into. So let me just focus really quick on the first one, which is body language. So eyes, I'm just gonna, you asked me, listener, how to get my personality out more. Well, guess what? Our eyes are a form of expression. So show expression in your eyes, like practice it, look at yourself and think, am I showing some sort of expression in my eyes? And then yes, look at the person on the screen, but every once in a while, look up directly at the camera.
1: Yeah. I I write myself a note for that sometimes because I forget that one. You don't have
0: to do it the whole time because I am trying to look at your body language too. But I also don't want to be looking like way off to the left. You know, we have some people who put their cameras like weirdly. Don't do that for an interview. Oh, yeah.
1: I had a meeting with someone once who had uh, two monitors and was a more technical person. So just didn't think about it because all day they're kind of switching monitors and it's like, the camera was on the left monitor and he, he was looking at me on the right monitor. So I felt like the whole time he was talking to somebody like, else, like, <laughs> like he was just eager to yeah. be done. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. These little tips that I'm going to throw into the body language part, by the way, are things you practice over time that you just one at a time you say, hey, I'm going to just think about this and I'm going to think about that, but not all of these at once. Yeah. But I want to throw them out there so the listener has knows what to practice. So then the next one is just your voice. Uh, if you want to show your personality, don't be monotone. <laughs> I always say have natural highs and natural lows. Know when to bring it up, bring to energize the conversation, then know when to bring it down. And then the last tip in the voice too is like we talk fast when we're kind of motivating and then we slow down to make a point. So you got to practice it. Do you agree? Like, don't yeah. save that moment for interviewing.
1: Yeah. So this is good because I am um, I am your subject in this one. Like, this is something I will be working on forever and ever. So give me a tip of like how to yeah. begin practicing on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, it's just busy every day and yeah. that slips.
0: So I intentionally decide and and during my day, what where is low hanging fruit lie? Some meeting with a bunch of people virtually where I'm not the lead. And I always think just when you have that opportunity to ask a question, think, what am I going to do with my voice? And maybe my sticky note says natural highs, natural lows. And just that, that's it. So you just have to, just like all things in our lives that change, it's usually about raising your intentionality Okay. at the dinner table. So that's not remote, but at the dinner table, when you're talking with your partner, your kids, just think. Am I having natural highs and natural yeah. lows in my voice? No,
1: that's helpful to think. Pick a time and place I'm going to try it versus yeah. feeling like, okay, from here on forward, I always oh, got gosh. to nail this. Yeah.
0: And then you'll start to feel like it's a part of you. All right. So the next one was just body language and hands. Just our body. Obviously, our body's kind of half disappear <laughs> on remote. But to me, this is about. It's, it's sitting up straight, not slouching back, and just knowing when to lean in. So I lean into my camera sometimes when I'm making just like the highs and the lows and the motivating and the point. When I'm making my point, mm-hmm. sometimes I lean into the camera. Not like an obnoxious, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, we
1: can do all kinds of things Wow, there. she's so interested.
0: <laughs> Let me, yeah, I can't even lean because this microphone is inhibiting me. But I just move in. Yeah. I just move in just a little bit. So uh-huh. you'll you'll know what I mean. Just lean in and then sit right back and then use your hands i think that is the big thing i notice that people on zoom there it's like their hands just disappear so yeah. put them back into that box pop them up every once in a while or that's an interesting thought or you know flash yeah uh, actually enough observe do you like when other people notice what they do with their hands just bring them into the bring of the picture
1: <laughs> i'm picturing kind of trying like you know how little kids just do these weird body, body movements oh, all gosh, the time yes. like they'll just be sitting there like doing <laughs> yeah. i'm picturing it like on the screen just trying to get my hands and my arms into the box. So I'm like doing these weird contortions.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I think SNL had us get like that once and it was oh great, so good.
0: So my points there were eyes. Now we're going to move on to this environment. This feels like a no-brainer, but just like you said, I think we do it all the time. Just prep your background. Think ahead what's behind you and what could come. Mm-hmm. And then light up your face. Just those two things so yeah. I don't even need to go much further that just is going to make you show up sharper and I don't know highlight whatever personality you're wanting to have come out there yeah the last one really is to me the most important important one is to be authentic and people are like okay how it's that whole you know I have that podcast out there this is for yourself with a twist mm-hmm. so I'm not asking you to be that so authentic where you show up in a t-shirt and shorts no I want you to show up prepared and in your interviewed mode mm-hmm. but what I mean with authentic is The world is so forgiving now with things that just happen. Just even your illustration, you drop a pen. Don't make it nervous. Just pick it up and say, I dropped my pen. You know, if you're about to drop something, say it. If a kid walks in, just say, so sorry. Kid just walked in. Hold on just one minute. You are a human being, and that human moment is not going to be the thing that makes or breaks you getting. In fact, sometimes that authentic moment and how you handle it is often the part that makes you
1: memorable. I agree. I think that's a huge point because we tend to think, well, this is a really formal setting. It's an mm-hmm. interview. But the other person is also human mm-hmm. and they are an emotional being. And so when there is a little more human connection, that is going to mm-hmm. impact them. Like that, that is actually going to influence them, even if they're trying to be super professional.
0: Right. It's just going to. It, it does roll back to my point number two, where the environment, though, do your best To prepare your environment. Tell your kids about to go in an interview. Shut the door. Or put your pet away if you're afraid they're going to become a barker. But however, if you forget and they bark, just pause. Yeah. Put your dog away. It's like just own your moments. Don't don't become... Oh, I hate it when... Go ahead.
1: Well, okay. I thought you were going here. My favorite example is um, you and I were speaking on stage at a conference one time. And (laughs) I love this story. And so you like I forgot the clicker started yeah, yeah you didn't have the clicker and you like started and kind of like went to click the slide and nothing <laughs> and you're like I don't have the clicker
0: and there was 300 people out there
1: and so a lot of people would freeze and kind of like whatever and then you know fret about that the rest of their life and you just did exactly that you own the moment you kind of made a little joke and just were honest. You're like, oh, I forgot my clicker. Hold on. I, Let me yeah. go to the back. You like go back to the tech person and like get it. Meanwhile, you left me on I stage. Did. I did. I said, stay- <laughs> Steve, keep talking. <laughs> so I just start making something up. And then you came back on and then fast forward a few hours. There's like a happy hour thing later. And what would you know? There's like a crowd of people around you. No one, No one's hanging out with me. No one's waiting in line to talk to me. Everyone wants Sunday. But but what we joked about later is a lot of them, the first Mention thing the they clicker. said was the clicker. They said,
0: I liked you right away when you forgot the clicker.
1: Yeah. It like, what a great. And I did forever, not do that. On you didn't, but it will forever stick with me as like. Yeah. And I'm a person who actually kind of does that a lot naturally yeah. anyway. And still, mm-hmm. it was really impactful. Like, man, those moments, that is where the connection happens. So don't be afraid of them. And if they happen, roll with it. Roll with it. It's it can actually be a good thing. Didn't, we didn't plan to go there, but we, I, I love that. <laughs>
0: no, it's actually I actually forgot that happened. It was such a it was, that was really one of my funny. Favorite. It was really yeah. funny. All right, <laughs> so I feel like I covered three key tips, and I would say that the how how greenhouse can actually help. I just love to throw that out there because some of you listen and go, "Oh no, she's touching on something." I seriously need help on here. Yeah. So if you go to greenhousecoaching.co, we in our membership, we have a course land your ideal job. Lots of tips, but we have one specifically about interviewing. And I actually remember we added a whole nother video on the whole remote experience because the world changed and we were like, we got to We got to speak to this. Right. But if you're really struggling, I will tell you that people sign up to do a mock interview with me or one of our other coaches. And guess what? We're doing it virtually. So we're going to be able to tell you how you're coming across and what we could do to improve that. It's
1: the best. It's a safe place to fail and kind of do your stumbling there and fix it and get ready and prepared and feel really confident going into the real thing and also you're able to help them practice these different tips you're talking about. Yep. Um, the other thing I wanna mention, if you are in this interview mode, you're probably um, thinking about what's next and maybe sometimes people are unsure, like, okay, I'm job searching, but I don't actually know what I'm looking for mm, or I don't actually know like what I need in terms of income or you know, what would be a more fulfilling job than the last or whatever. All these things, we have a tool. It's a simple set of questions. That you can download for free called the career transition planner mm-hmm. and it just helps you to start thinking through this stuff and then you have an opportunity to hop on with a coach and kind of debrief what to do with all that so that's another thing that's just linked in the show notes